0: St. John Cashin speaks of the goal or the end of the monastic life as the kingdom of God. The Baltimore Catechism, compiled after the Council of Baltimore in the mid-19th century, addresses this question of the end or the goal of life in question number six on page eight of book one. Why did God make me? The answer to the question, God made me to know him, to love him, and to serve him in this life, and to be with him and to be happy in the next. The Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks of the perfect life of the Most Blessed Trinity. The communion of life and love with the Trinity, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, with the angels and all the blessed or saints as heaven. Heaven, the Catechism teaches, is the ultimate end and the fulfillment of the deepest human longings, the state of supreme and definitive happiness. The Beatitudes given us this day in the Gospel reading from St. Matthew lie at the very heart of of the preaching and the mission of Jesus. They reveal the goal of human existence, God's desire for us, and they call us for life with him and in him, both now and forever. Our attention today is particularly focused on that great crowd of witnesses who have preceded us into the fullness of the kingdom of God, especially those whom the church recognizes, proclaims, and holds up for us as saints. In heaven, they contemplate God, they praise him, and they constantly pray and care for those in the church here on earth. These are the men and women the holy men and women of every time and place who are gathered into the bosom and the outstretched arms of Christ our Savior. They intercede for us. They minister God's protection, guidance, forgiveness, and love to us. They bask now in the fullness and the completeness of God's tenderness and compassion as they live in glory with God forever in heaven. These are the heavenly ranks and choirs of angels and archangels, the ever-faithful patriarchs and prophets, the glorious assembly of apostles, evangelists, and holy doctors of the law, the most holy and immaculate great mother of God, Mary, most holy, and her beloved spouse, St. Joseph, the noble, mighty, bold, and steadfast martyrs of Christ, the ever-faithful, holy confessors who bore witness to the name of Jesus and lived accordingly, the white-robed army of religious and virgins of the Lord and holy founders who, holy and uncompromisingly, dedicated and consecrated themselves to the Lord and to the noble service of the Church. The self-sacrificing pastors and shepherds of Christ who bear the smell of the sheep throughout the centuries, in short, all the men and women of God, outstanding in holiness, living witnesses of God's merciful love, they now are in praise, honor, worship and adoration before the throne of the Most High with their eyes and their hearts, their minds, spirits, and wills firmly and steadfastly fixed on the one seated on the throne and on the Lamb, as St. John tells us. In the book of Revelation, St. John uses images of this world with which we are familiar images perceptible to our senses and understanding in order to speak of heaven and the spiritual realities. He gives us a glimpse of our ultimate destiny, eternal cosmic worship of the Ancient One, the Holy of Holies, and of the Lamb. Here and now, we are ushered in and we participate with the angels, the elect, the elders, the four living creatures, and the whole host of heaven, as we chanted last evening during first vespers in the Magnificat Antiphon. With them, we too are assembled at the throne of the one true God, prostrating ourselves in worship before him who is seated on the throne, the very king of heaven and earth, the universe, and of all that is created. Assembled is an immense and vast crowd, not to be counted or numbered, embracing men and women from every nation and race, people and tongue. The seal of the glorious and victorious Lamb, Jesus Christ, now marks the brow of these holy, faithful servants of God. They are the elect, who are arrayed in long white robes, robes washed clean in the crimson blood of the Lamb, whose side was pierced for us and for our salvation, in whose blood seals the new and eternal covenant. May all of the holy saints of God come to our aid, as we look to them for guidance and protection. May they teach us how to live secure and steadfast in the faith, and may we always be counted among them in adoration before him who sits on the throne and the Lamb.